Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Oddbar732 and says, Am I the asshole for telling my brother to F off because he thinks I spoiled my wife too much? I, 28 male, told my brother, 35 male, to F off because he thinks I spoiled my wife, 24 female, too much. Here's some backstory. Me and my brother come from a comfortable family and it was pretty known that one day he'd take over the family firm. But that didn't happen because my brother wanted to be an engineer, so I stepped in to fill his spot. It wasn't on purpose, I just enjoyed the family business. I also invested in a lot of things and have multiple streams of income. My wife comes from an unfortunate background, so I like to fulfill a lot of her childhood dreams. I love to see her face when I take her new places and buy her new things, and I honestly think that's what she deserves. She's worked hard her whole life, and I just want to make the rest of her life easier. I don't want to burden her with things she's dealt with as a child and my wife also struggles with mental health and I treasure taking her on vacation or sending her on one so she can have a break from her mind. Look, I'm obsessed with my wife, okay? And I know sometimes I can go overboard but it's a way of me expressing my love language. I send her flowers because she loves them. Our wedding was wildflower themed. So last Sunday our wedding anniversary, so yes, I filled our house with wildflowers. Yes, that seems dramatic, but my wife loved it, so I don't care. My family came over and made us dinner to celebrate our anniversary. It was a great time I enjoyed sharing this with my family, until I stepped away to talk with my brother. I will say we had a few drinks, and yes, we know how to put it down. We are Italian. We start having a civil conversation about our wives. It was fine until my brother said, You spoil your wife way too much. My wife thinks it's to compensate for a bad marriage. Of course, I was pissed. And on all days, he had to say it on my anniversary. I snapped and told him to F off. And if his wife and him think like this, they're no longer welcome in my home or around my wife. Him and his wife eventually left, but not without a fight. My sister-in-law shouted at my family saying, I don't know why we treat the outsider like family. My mother was pissed, probably more than my wife. And her comment, I don't know if it was racist. My wife is black or classist. I'm starting to think a mixture of both. But anyway, am I the arsehole? And we're starting the comments with Neo who says, I'm about to get married and if anybody treated my fiance like that, I would become feral. Not the arsehole. When you got married, your wife is no longer an outsider. She's part of the family. The sister-in-law to talk like that makes it sound like she thinks marriage is supposed to stay in the family, which frankly has me hearing banjos. Too many questions says not the asshole. Keep standing up for your wife and honestly, it's your money. And if seeing her happy from things you have given her makes you happy, then that's the end of it. Your money, you choose where it goes. Also, a wildflower-themed wedding sounds beautiful. OP, I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to have to keep that idea for if I have the privilege to have a wedding. 
Bloodluster says, I hope my future partner is as thoughtful as you. Not the asshole, but maybe don't tell your brother slash others everything you do for her. Not for his sake. They didn't have to deal with their yeoping? Is that a word? And the evil eye, if you believe it. Psychological says bro is annoyed because his wife notices what you do and bro doesn't do much. So sister in is nagging him to do better. So his solution is to blame you for being a loving, caring husband. Sister in is now annoyed because she can see bro isn't going to be you. So she takes it out on your innocent wife. Meanwhile, yay your mama. Don't you change and happy anniversary. And now we're going to move on to the update, which OP says, so an update is me and brother have had a talk. We decided that we were both drunk and said a few things, but I'm keeping my distance because of his wife's comments. I've read through the comments on my last post and I can agree that I think my sister-in-law is a bit racist from some passive aggressive comments she made about my wife, but she apologized for them in the past. Another issue why I'm keeping such a distance from my sister-in-law is because me and my wife are pregnant. She told me this week, I'm really concerned situations like this will happen around my child and I don't want that. I don't want my child to think I would allow microaggressions thrown at them in their own home. I told my brother this and he understands, but he's hurt that I may think about his wife in such a way. But I simply don't care. I can't sympathize with them on this. My sister-in-law is a grown woman and knows exactly what she says and how they can affect people. Another thing I want to address is that my brother has brought my sister-in-law a whole lot and have taken her on multiple vacations. My brother makes enough money to provide what I do, and I'll be honest, he has a trust fund I'm sure is more than enough. Yes, I do make a bit more money, and that's only because of an outside income. And my wife has a good job as well. She makes good money. She works in marketing. So I don't think my sister-in-law is jealous of what I provide, but maybe what I give to my wife emotionally. And well, my mother and sister aren't speaking to my sister-in-law at the moment, and she's blaming my wife instead of me. This just makes me want to distance myself from her more. One more thing is, yes, my wife spoils me just as much, lol. She's always doing things for me. For example, she's been really into making bento boxes and she's been making me them every day to take for lunch. She also buys me a lot for films. Me and my friends have made short films since college and she recently bought me a new electric guitar for my birthday in May that I've been wanting for a long time. And of course, she buys me things sporadically at Target when she goes out. Anyway, as an update, I'm just keeping my distance from them and hopefully nothing blows up. What would you do if you found yourself in a situation like that between family? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story does come with an update as well from Practical Ho who says, am I the asshole for refusing to walk my friend's dog? I 26 female have a friend 27 female and she lives 15 minutes away from me. She has a one and a half year old golden retriever, Jeffy, and he's honestly a very well behaved, lovable, but very energetic goofball. I visit her place at least once a month and Jeffy loves me and loves to play with me, etc. Yesterday, my friend called me and asked if I could walk Jeffy at night since she had to leave for something urgent and wouldn't be able to be back in time to walk him. I said sure and asked her to keep his leash and collar by the door so I could take him out. The route they walk him on is a busy-ish street till we get to the park. She told me that they don't keep him on a leash. He's very well behaved and will walk beside them when they take him out and will stop and sit if they stop. He's trained. I agree that he's well behaved, but I told her I'd be uncomfortable taking him out without a leash since I don't have enough experience with dogs and he can get excited at times. She said that it won't be an issue as Jeffy is very calm on walks. I again said that I understand, but as calm as he may be, he's an animal 
and we don't know how he might react if he got excited slash scared by a human or another dog, or if he runs away and gets lost. I just wouldn't know what to do in that case. She said that I'm overthinking this and I should just take him out without a leash as he feels restricted on a leash and can't explore. I again told her I don't think I can walk him without a leash, especially since half the route is a kind of busy road with lots of distractions till we get to the park. She said that if I put him on a leash, that'd be abuse since he's been without a leash for a while now. And I said that I don't think I could take the responsibility of walking him without a leash. She got annoyed and said that I have no knowledge of dogs and I should just listen to her. I refused again and she got angry. She was in a hurry because she had to leave and said that I'm being a bitch for no reason and refusing to help her when I easily could. She then told me that she can't believe I'd be more comfortable if Jeffy was being abused by wearing a leash and then cut the call. She then asked her mother-in-law to walk the dog instead. She hasn't responded to my text since. I don't think I was wrong, but am I the arsehole? Edit to add there are no leash laws where I live. I'm not from the US or Europe. Now this is a not the arsehole from me and you know, you might have the best dog, the best trained dog in the world, but it only takes one thing startle the dog another dog running up to it and you know chasing it or being aggressive with it a large truck going past blowing its horn you know there's just so many things that could possibly happen that may startle the dog and you know it might run out into the road and get hurt it might get bitten by another dog it might even bite another person if that person decides to, to grab its legs or whatever you know there's just so many stories out there of the of well-trained dogs being hurt because of irresponsible humans i got my own story which i will tell soon i'm not i'm not quite comfortable at the moment it still upsets me to think about it that happened about a month ago i had to get the police involved in all sorts and about an irresponsible dog owner so but also just to add on this one you know the dog is trained for them as well it might not listen to you at all it might treat you in a completely different way so absolutely a leash or a lead or is the correct way to go about this and i wouldn't be walking that person's dog either if they didn't give me the tools i needed to to feel that i have control of the situation but here for the cake says not the arsehole whether the dog is trained or not walking an unleashed dog by the road is risky what if a car runs over it names are too far hard for me says not the arsehole does your area even allow dogs to be unleashed but regardless there were so many things that could go wrong and you'd be responsible friend only cares about what you can do for them not about you 101 says not the arsehole even if the dog is trained he has not been trained to respond to you there's no way of knowing if you would have listened to your commands it's unsafe overall to walk a dog without a leash you did the right thing okay tumbleweed says exactly what i was thinking i used to dog sit an italian greyhound and had him trained to sit down and have eye contact with me before crossing the street slash stepping down from the sidewalk most of the time i wouldn't even have to stop and say the command he knew the quickest way to get somewhere was to sit down first, since I didn't walk before he did, and therefore he sat down without my prompting. The minute my ex was holding the leash, however, the little fucker decided he wanted to race like his greyhound cousins and abandon any thought of sitting down before crossing the street. She wasn't the one that normally issued that specific command, and therefore he tried to push it. And this is when the strict rule enforcer, aka me, was standing right next to her, pretty much going, Really, bud? Mysterious Novel says professional dog walker here and I keep new dogs on a leash at an off-leash park for three weeks minimum. Then they drag a leash on probation or one week. Never off-leash except at dog parks. Unleashed is unloved. Bunnies and squirrels and cats are a thing. 
And one more comment from Shipping Phobia who says, from the ridiculous way she defended herself, I'm going to guess she didn't have a leash to begin with and was just blame shifting to you so that she doesn't have to feel embarrassed about not having one. Your friend is well aware of the ridiculousness. She has a dog. She's seen other people with dogs. She's seen people with dogs on leashes and collars and hasn't accused them of abuse. She'll never admit it though. You might have just saved yourself from being edged into a whole dog sitting situation because your friend sounds terrible. So OP did update the post and they said, hi guys. So I had a small update and thought I'd share it with you. So since this happened, there was no contact between us. She video called me last evening and I picked up. I said, hey, and she, instead of replying, turned her video camera to her dog. For the next two to three minutes, she showed me how Jeffy can obey every command that she gives and that he's super smart and obedient. In all fairness, he did obey about 85% of the commands in one go. Then she turned the video to herself and told me that how wrong I was about her dog and that she was very mad that I didn't help her when I could. I still said the same points, which I did the other day, that I'm not experienced enough to walk in without a leash, the dangers to him and the public, etc. I also told her that a lot of people agree with me on that. Her reply was that they don't know her dog and neither do I. If I'm not experienced enough, I, I should have just listened to her and done what she said. Then I got pretty mad and said that if I'm inexperienced, how did she expect me to do something so dangerous? Just because a dog obeyed her and her family doesn't mean he'd obey me. Not only was she trying to put Jeffy in danger, but also people on the road and also maybe me. Then she again went on the whole, it's abuse tangent. I told her that leashes are in fact not abusive. Then she said maybe not for other dogs, but Jeffy has been without a leash since forever and for him it'd be restrictive and abusive. Then she said I don't really care about her dog and, and she didn't need a friend who wouldn't show up when she needed them. I in turn said that she's being very negligent and obtuse about the whole thing. Some people would say I care more about her dog than she does and that she should look into the benefits of a leash and that she wasn't being a very good dog owner nor a good citizen. And I also called her out on calling me a bitch for refusing, which she said then don't act like one. I called her a bad dog owner and said I pray that her stupidity doesn't lead to a drastic consequences for the poor beautiful baby or anyone else and cut the call. Safe to say that friendship is ended. I'd miss the beautiful golden boy though. I did love him a good bit and I pray that he remains safe and sound and goofy despite his stupid owner. That is just such a bizarre attitude to have. You know, someone inexperienced with your pet and you want them to go out without a leash to walk them down busy roads or whatever without a leash putting your friend your dog other people potentially in danger like i said it might be the best behaved dog in the world but one distraction is all it takes and if something was to have happened op would have got the blame for that as well for doing something you know out of the ordinary that got the dog in trouble oh dear 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 i hope nothing ever does happen to that dog but Holy moly, it's worrying, isn't it? What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And this story comes from Unruly Gentleman, who says, Am I the arsehole for refusing to cook for my wife anymore after she ate three of my meal prepped meals? In my household, my wife doesn't cook. She sucks at it, and it's just easier on our taste buds if I cook for us. Earlier this year, we both decided that it was time for us to get back in shape. I decided to research some macro slash calorie friendly cooking recipes and got big into meal prepping. My wife stuck with it for a few weeks, but ultimately decided to quit. Luckily, this wasn't too much of an issue for me. She's a nurse and frequently works much later than I do as my typical workday is from 6am to 2pm. So I would make my meal prep meals for the week on my day off and then I would make dinner like I did prior. When I meal prep, I make six days worth of three meals, breakfast, lunch and dinner and just swap around lunch and dinner. Last week, Thursday morning for work, I planned on coming back Friday morning and stopping through home, grabbing anything I needed then heading into the office. This was known for weeks in advance, so I didn't spring this on my wife. I figured that she'd be able to make sure she and our kid got dinner that night and breakfast that next morning. The next morning, I'm running late. I drive through home looking for my last breakfast and lunch for the week, and they are gone. I didn't have time to ask my wife, nor do I want to wake her up early before our shift, so I just go. I ended up skipping breakfast and lunch. I get off work and I'm starving. I decide I'm going to eat dinner early. And when I went to look for my dinner that night, it is not there. This is what set me off. When my wife gets home, I ask her what's up and she admits to eating the meals. I tell her that I had portioned out food for an entire day and she ate all of it in a single night. She said it was my fault as I didn't make anything for her and our kid to eat and I just left the meal prep things. So they had to eat those. We got into an argument and she told me I was being selfish. So now I decided that if I'm selfish for expecting her to feed herself for one night, I will just not cook anymore as I'm doing a lot of work for a selfish person the past week i made my meal prep meals and store them at work and let her figure out what she wants to do for dinner by herself of course i still cook for our kid but only one portion small enough for him to eat by himself i told her i'd keep this up and that she should learn to cook for herself if she's not happy about it she told me she's too tired when she comes home from work to cook and that i'm being incredibly petty i think i'm justified and i'm pushing her to learn a life skill she should have by now am i the arsehole Pop Raven says, oh my god, she's not helpless, she could totally learn to cook. How are people saying he's abusing his kid when, one, he said he did cook for him, two, they're a grown-ass person, a second parent who has the responsibility to actually feed the child. He prepared meals for himself and told her. He happened to not make anything one night and suddenly he's abusive because apparently his adult wife can't cook. If the roles were reversed, and I hate to say this, everyone would say the wife is the abusive one for not being capable to feed her child plate of pasta and some nuggets shouldn't be too hard to do for one night and every kid like those like not the arsehole but your wife sure is and a bad parent and a bad spouse arrow eagle says is it petty 100 is it deserved petty 100 be called selfish because you expect her to figure something out for one night is ridiculous and insulting not the arsehole under the sea says i'm gonna say not the arsehole i think you've clearly established that you're meal prepping for yourself as she no longer wanted to participate she can't be that bad at cooking that she couldn't have made something easy for one night or at least order takeout or something 
Okay, context says not the arsehole. You clearly meal prep for work. I'd be really upset if I thought I had food and my partner ate all of it and had the nerve to call me petty when I'm the one cooking all the meals. She only had to make something else for one night. Even if you aren't a great cook, you should be able to feed yourself something. Bebop says not the arsehole. Both work, both are exhausted after work, yet only one is willing to prepare food while the other person just calls them selfish due to them being incapable of preparing food while still being an adult. And a final comment from BBB Riz who says everyone sucks here. This is a ridiculous and petty situation all around. You're an adult married couple raising a child together, yet your communication and conflict solution skills are worse than a preschooler's. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And as always, just a huge thank you for joining me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. It's absolutely incredible, truly. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.